Hey everyone, and welcome to Off the Beaten Clef. This week, me and Kevin are going to be doing a little something different. Oh yeah. We're going to be spending the month of April talking to bands, local bands, um, pretty much just bands that uh, we reached out to and they, they got back with us, and we're going to be doing some interviews. And uh, it's a really exciting time. Uh, this week, we are doing Ryan Green and Ryan Sulkin from Harbor. So... <laughs> so let's get into it. <laughs> I never said it this would be easy. But you all I waited for so be a little bit different this week we are talking to ryan green and ryan sulkin of harbor thanks for coming on guys yeah welcome thanks for having us (laughs) so uh let's get into how you guys are doing uh you guys got a a big hometown show coming up uh let's talk a little bit about that yeah uh we're excited we've got our first hometown show since 2019 coming up on friday at madison theater and uh we're really excited to get back to Madison Theater because we haven't played there since 2018, I think. It was uh, his first show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. So yeah. we're excited to play <laughs> Madison Theater again and excited to play Cincy. So. But it's been so long. Oh, yeah. We'll have oh, yeah. to see if, people, if anybody shows up. Yeah. <laughs> let's, see if, let's see if anyone still remembers us. Y'all remember. Well, we, uh, speaking, speaking of people uh, remembering you guys, uh, we actually have some uh, audience uh, submission questions. Uh, that we're okay. going to get into uh, first, and then we'll we'll start our conversation. So uh, Kevin's it. got them pulled up, and uh, I'll let him take that. Cool. Yeah, so first one comes from a uh, listener named Dylan Roll. Uh, he said, how long did it take you, Ryan, one of the <laughs> Ryan lead singer, Ryan? <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> how, how long did it take you to develop your vocal range specifically? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I, I mean, I didn't. I, I always liked singing, like, since I was a kid and stuff, but I never, not till, like, after high school did I try and do this stuff. Sure. And uh, I don't know, you just gradually develop over over a, a lot of years. I think, like, when I listen back to m- myself three years ago, I'm like, man, I've grown a lot since then, and I hope I continue to do that. But vocal range is probably, I'm, that's probably the same, same as it's always been, honestly. <laughs> Did you do like any vocal coaching or anything like that, or just kind of listening to yourself? Yeah, you just when you, uh, I just like if I can't do something that well yet, I just keep doing it until I can, basically. And your body just works that way, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) just like anything, right? It's practice, just you gotta practice. It's it's a muscle, (laughs) yeah, yeah, same thing, yeah, just work it out until you can, you can do it, yep. Well, cool, Ryan, cool. Ryan how, when did you start drumming? Like, is this something that you were like, oh, I want to be a drummer? Or was it like, this is what I'm oh, best at? Oh, no, I've always said I wanted to be a drummer. Um, 
And my parents got me my first little tiny drum set when I was, oof. what's third grade? How old like are you? Like 10, grade? 9, oh, 10. Yeah. Let's <laughs> say that. Yeah, let's just say that, you know. Um, just a little tiny first act. They got, they got me that. And uh, I just never got off of it. Like, I just continued playing it and playing it. And then, uh, like, a year or two goes by, and they're like, yeah, you need a more professional kit. So I think in like fourth grade or fifth grade, they got me, it's actually, it's called, they're called Pulse. Uh, it's like a little, you know, I think, I think, I think uh, Pearl owns them. I believe Pearl owns them. So they got me my first five piece. Um, and then I just like entered into a talent show and I did like a drum solo in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. And after that, after that, my brother, uh, he saw me playing it and he's like well i want to play music so he picked up guitar and then we just started a band and ever since that it was just like yeah this is what i want to do you know so i mean we're working on it it's not there yet <laughs> not there yet but um yeah we're working on it and uh yeah it's just always been something i've always wanted to do and i never really wanted to work a you know regular job so it's just like yeah let's uh let's continue to keep the dream alive and you know Keep on keeping on keep on keeping on, you know? Yeah. Even, oh, yeah. even with everything that happened these last couple of years, like it's been super discouraging. Um, especially for a band our size. It's 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 it puts it into perspective that anything can happen and you can literally lose everything all at once. <laughs> and we're just now making our way back up. So this hometown show that we were just talking about, um, uh, it's gonna be really huge for us and it's gonna be very uh, you know, uh just super shake the rough off. Yeah, we gotta shake it off and just keep on going, you know. Hell yeah. And uh yeah, we get, we'll see where we're at uh in two days. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, I've got another uh Robbie uh Beatty has a few questions here, so I'll just kind of run through them. Um the first one I want to get because you know it's more personal here, but uh what was it like working with Ian Metzger uh from Deer in the Headlights for the song It's Getting Better? Oh, <laughs> uh, it was awesome it was uh it was crazy because i had already had the song written and then i just like he's been one of my favorite vocalists forever like price i don't know since the deer in the headlights days 2008 and uh i just got drunk enough one night that i hadn't mustered <laughs> up enough courage to just i just sent his, his like he doesn't have any social media or anything so i messaged his new band on like facebook or something like that and it's like <laughs> what is this 2017 yeah 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 and so i muster up enough drunk courage and i i i hit him up and i was like here's a song would love for you to sing the bridge and uh it was like three it was like three or four in the morning and he hit me back right away and, <laughs> <laughs> really he was probably doing the same thing as you <laughs> yeah. he hit me back immediately and yeah. we just i stayed up till like 6 30 that morning we were just talking and we were throwing ideas back and forth and stuff and then uh he he wanted to rework some of the lyrics and stuff which i mean they mostly stayed the same but we just reworded a, a couple lines so sure that it was a little easier to understand and then uh he sent like the two days later sent me like a little just a little recording of him playing it acoustic and singing it to see if i liked it and i was like <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I feel crying. like I feel like he wrote that song like it's it's pretty vibey with Deer in the Headlights. Like if mm -hmm. you if you listen to it, 
Um, it's on the album Heat Wave, and it does not sound like anything else on that album for sure. And um, I wasn't in the band yet, but I was around that time, and I was like, dude, this is definitely like during the headlights vibe. Yeah, so, like yeah. it just was like so chill that it actually <laughs> happened, you know? Oh, so awesome. Yeah, I feel like that's always cool too. And like, because me and Dylan talk spent spend a lot of time talking about like album structure. And so yeah. when you get when you get that that's that's one track that kind of stands out, but mm -hmm. still kind of fits the mold. It just it's it's it'd be like there's something special there. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We still we still almost always play that song. Yeah, we we have for it's it's pretty much always been part of the set for I think ten years or five years. Yeah, for five years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got a couple here that are kind of related. So um, I'll just kind of rapid fire them at you and you can kind of answer them in kind. Uh, mm -hmm. So this is still Robbie Beatty. He said, what bands are you listening to these days? Will we be getting any music soon? And will any of your albums be on vinyl? Okay. Bands. Let's start with bands. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I listen, listen to a lot of Hippocampus, um, some Still Woozy, uh, Remy Wolf, Manchester Orchestra. Been listening to a lot of that stuff lately. Nice, nice. Um, I listen to the same thing I've listened to for the last <laughs> ten years, and it doesn't change, people. Well, I mean, it's 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 a little different. Um, like new artists, I don't know, but I literally same old, same old. Like I've been heavy into Phoebe Bridgers lately, and um, and Julian Baker. I'm just I'm just a sad kid, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The artists like, change, but the music doesn't. No. <laughs> yeah. literally literally like i've listened to the same thing over and over again and like like people pay for spotify to like find new artists and stuff like that and i'm just like i find myself listening to the same daily mixes every single day and it doesn't <laughs> old. <laughs> like throwback emo stuff like no it's it's insane it's what's insane. worse like, is when you get on the on repeat and then you're listening to the songs you've already been listening to recently so you just like yeah. It's the same twenty songs oh, yeah. over and over again. Or, or like the, uh, the what the, the capsule or like the recap of your year. Oh and they, yeah. And they, and they make a playlist. It's just like, we're in a new year, but yeah, I'll listen to that two times a week. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other questions were vinyl. Yes, um, our newer stuff. Uh, I think we're probably gonna be pressing our newest album that we are working on right now. That I've done eleven songs on. I know that for a fact yeah um, we've tracked we've, 11 songs for it already yeah um, and uh be patient um because there's a time and place to drop music and uh we're starting to tour a lot right now and uh we got to be kind of strategic on what we like how we do it um so i think we'll be dropping some singles here very very shortly um yeah hitting the road hit first, the road a lot first single out before the, this next tour that's yeah. done. We're sending it off to master next week. So yeah. Awesome. First nope. coming out very soon. With a nope. video. Yeah. With a video. <laughs> Yay. Hell yeah. Uh, speaking of video, I actually, uh, my brother did one of your promo videos from back in the day, Ryan, uh, for oh, Battle yeah, of the Bands. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I had him send it to me the other day. It is no. awesome. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll send it to you after this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably cringy. Uh, Probably nice and cringy. I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure we all just wore like white V-necks and <laughs> oh, oh god. Yeah, you guys like had the synchronized headbang too. It was awesome. Oh yeah. 
we're we just finished like 11 or 12 years ago yeah <laughs> we just finished metal so it was i almost want to put metal music to it and have you guys headbang to it <laughs> but like stick stickly to it or something <laughs> <laughs> it's very stick stickly-esque which is awesome <laughs> Nice, just deep V's. Yes. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. Wow, you're going way back. Yeah, that's how long ago. Uh, Kevin, did you have any other audience submissions? That was it for audience questions. So, uh, Dylan, if you want to start firing away, I feel like I've been talking a lot here. No, yeah. No, awesome. <laughs> so I, I guess my first question is, um, with the uh, all the touring and stuff, how did you guys get hooked up with the Spill Canvas A and B? That's so. This isn't a question, but that's so fucking tight because the spill canvas is like the kings Dude. of the underground kings of emo. You're talking to the right guy, man. That was like right when I heard that, I was like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. And then he used to listen to them all the time. Yeah, back in, in so, high school, I used to listen to them all the time. I'm just like, what? No chance. Um no, we, he was the only other one in the band that knew who they yeah, were. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> so so we're he's like, he's damn. he's 30, I'm 29. Uh, the other guys are what, 25, 24, and 23? Something that sounds like right. That. that sounds right. Yeah, 26 maybe. Something around the, no, who would be, like, Walker? Walker would be 26, right? 26, 25, 24, 22. Yeah. Something like that. Sounds anyway, great. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, yeah, it's irrelevant. Well, not really. That's not very irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. When they were big, freaking Jarrett was in, like, fifth grade. So like it, I mean you know what I mean it's it's it, I guess it's an age gap but no like that was so cool and we were like me and him were like is this actually happening and everyone's like who are they right. which is hysterical it's sick. But yeah and, we have the uh, the same booking agent like we just we just started with this booking agent and uh, that was the first offer that she sent us she was like you want to do like three and a half weeks with the spill canvas in the spring and the, I was like literally the first the first offer we we're like. Uh, There's yeah. only we can only go up from here. But right. uh, her name her name's Eva. She's amazing. Uh, they're Fate of Booking, um, and uh, yeah, I've worked with her in the past with my other band, um, old band. I'm only in one band now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's she's amazing, and I'm super excited to work with her uh, these next few years because obviously she delivers. You know, she just delivered that on the first offer, so I'm super. I'm I'm very very excited to see what our future has to hold with us awesome. because you know that's 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 right out of the gate pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, so. that's that's a huge first tour after yeah. you know yeah. such and a long was, break. It was so beneficial. Yeah, it was so beneficial just because like like they have their they have their diehard fans, you know, and we're just now like breakthroughing slash coming back from everything. So like we pretty much played like. I'd say 75% in front of their fans, um, which is great because that's what you need as uh, an artist to play in front of new faces that have never heard heard of you. Um, so I just felt like that tour was just, just prime for us. And the guys in that band are just beautiful people and they took care of us and they actually really enjoyed us. And I hope to tour with them again very soon. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're tight. They're super tight. Yeah, uh when you when it comes to like playing live music, are you guys like itching to play? Thoughts on letting go since you didn't get to to tour it and play it a whole yeah. bunch. Yeah, we've yeah. we've kind of we kind of just accepted mostly that that 
there's just a lost period of time. Just a yeah. wash. Kind of, kind of like a wash. So we, we, we still at this point we're like, all right, well we're gonna be a new band for most people that we get get in front of out on and all over the country and shit. So we, uh, we kind of we we've been putting together. We instead of just having like a, a set list that's mostly full of that because it's our newest album that we didn't get to play at all. We we're still just mixing in everything. So yeah, any anything. So we're like we're super high energy live, yeah. <laughs> like super high energy, um, and people don't really realize it because the records are pretty you know chill. Um, so we just put together a set that will captivate. Uh, captivate is that the right word? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, captivate. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, captivate the audience and just just win them over, you know and. Uh, we do a pretty good job about it, I think, because after our sets, we just meet a ton of people, and they're like, "Was not expecting that." Whoa. They're like, "Oh, you guys are a rock band." Like, yeah, we, yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> started playing uh, unreleased music as well uh, when we play live, and um, that's some of our best work we've ever done for sure. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm super excited for everyone to hear it. But like, if if you get a chance to see us live before the album drops, you're probably gonna hear a few new songs and. Uh, it's just it's just really fun. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely gonna you're <laughs> definitely gonna hear it. You are. The sets are already made. We already we already did that. We've already rehearsed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right. like it's our favorite material so far, and it's a uh, it's a lot more rock driven. Um, yeah. So I'm super excited about that. Um, and uh, no, it's just a lot of fun. And it's uh, it's gotta I think be the first single. Kind of just encapsulates everything Harbor does basically. hell yeah kind yeah that's kind of what you did with the the last single to start the new album it felt like heat wave and then you just like transitioned into something new so it's, radio. it's yeah, good radio. to just keep doing that you know yeah. let people yeah. know that it's the passing of the baton it's yeah exactly yeah yeah for sure and it's uh we've matured a lot since 2019 that's when we dropped it right yeah yeah and uh again member changes it's uh it is what it is you know people people got to move on with their lives they got yeah. some a lot of people stop chasing that dream and we're not gonna let it go yeah <laughs> we're literally not gonna let it go and uh we are in the absolute best position we can be right now with a booking agent and doing our own thing and just writing the best music we possibly can put out and uh super excited for everyone to hear it uh where did you guys record the new album at um, we've got a friend named Will Carlson. He, uh, he lives up in Columbus and Polaris and, uh, we got linked. Walker went to school with him for audio engineering at Capitol and Walker was like, yeah, he literally, I'd like, I don't even think he finished and got his degree cause he was too good for that place. Like, <laughs> he was literally just yeah. better than anyone there could like teach him anything. And so he just like, quit school yeah <laughs> and, then, he, and he's incredible uh, yeah he's incredible. yeah he does uh have you ever heard of bill murray yes he, he does bill murray stuff yeah he, and, yeah he does all that so. yeah don't he's get like, me started on bill murray bill murray i i'm obsessed you know that yeah. from the second i heard the the new album 400 pound back squat i i'm obsessed yeah dude. And I've worked my way backwards, so now I I know every song, and uh, I'm just obsessed with the whole entire weird culture he has going on with yeah, the whole I know, it's awesome. cranking it's the awesome. hog and yeah, <laughs> that's that's that, pre- 
that like Instagram video he released for his tour dates where he's just like such and such city will be cranking your hog and just it was <laughs> fucking so like, funny dude that marketing is genius it's like it's like a meme a real life meme. yeah yeah. It's like a Pit Viper yeah. commercial just manifested into a singer. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. just so crazy that that's the clean singer from Attack Attack from way <laughs> back in the day. It's so funny. Dude, if he could if he could tour with uh what is that one rapper's name? With the Pit, pit right Vipers. Oh dude. Oh, uh, how am I not going to remember this? The guy oh with like God. the the jagged uh you yeah. talking about riff rap? Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible go ahead sorry to derail but anytime bill murray comes up but that's uh he will carlson produces with him on those albums you're saying yeah yeah he he writes a lot of yeah he he's he's basically like half of bill murray yeah yeah i've watched a few of those behind the scene uh videos so that's cool yeah yeah, yeah name with that's, the face. That's, that's our boy. Yeah. That's our boy. But yeah, yeah he's he, a, he's uh, a wizard. Well, yeah, he mostly does heavier stuff than what we do, and like I've had, uh, like I I have one buddy, his name's Chance. He's I'm, he's been around since the beginning, and and he's always like supported and gave lots of advice and stuff. And he's just like, you guys are better live than you are on your albums. You're the energy that you guys have live like everything sounds really good on the albums but it the energy doesn't come across the same way it is live and he was like i want you to figure out how to do that and so we started working with will and that's that's it like we're recording with somebody that does heavier bands than us and so that it's basically it sounds like live yeah like it that 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 live energy is in the recording so I, I think we found our guy for a while. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, that's always good. I was always like, it, it's cool to hear bands when they find a producer that really works for them. I think because I think it does make a huge difference. Like, uh, I, know, I can't. Yeah, I mean, I just blanking on some examples, but yeah, I think I you mean can the tell U- when the used to use John Feldman for yeah for still like twelve albums later or something crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. If you find someone that like just gets what you're going for and can capture that sound. That's that's huge. yeah, totally. yeah, and we we kind of push each other too because we're we're asking for things that are different than what m- most bands that come through there are asking for and stuff. So we're pushing him to be better and to try new new things and instead of just like getting caught in his ways of things that work with everything that he does, mm-hmm. and then and vice versa. Like he's he's pushing us to do different stuff and he's got different ideas that are just different than what we would have thought of and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been nice. Uh, how are you guys going to release the, the new material? Is that something you guys are doing yourselves or are you getting help? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, I mean, we've got, uh, we've got a distribution deal with uh, a company called one RPM. So hopefully they're going to help push everything to be released on a bigger platform and stuff like that. You know, more, Spotify editorial playlists, stuff like that. Just get everything heard more. They're, I mean, they're kind of like a, a record label, in a sense. Like, yeah, it's it's very similar to a record label, but there's all kinds of different ins and outs of the, in the in the music industry. But yeah, we're not yeah we're not releasing it through a label or anything. It's gonna be yeah. independent. So. Cool. 
So, like, I had a question about, like, uh, like the Cincinnati and, like, Southern Ohio music scene has been kind of exploding in the last 10 years, I feel like, the last 15, 20 years. Um, just a lot of bands have kind of made it out, I guess you could say. Um, wait, what, what do you think about, it is about this area specifically? Because it's been a wide range of artists. It's not just, like, uh, the same sound. Like, Dylan and I fell in love with Foxy Sergeum, uh last no, summer. Yeah which is completely different from what you guys do. So like, what, what is it about this area? Do you think that kind of creates just a cool vibe for music? Maybe considering that we don't really have much to do around here. Yeah. So it's, you find a band that, that, that turns you on and you go, you, you follow them. You, yeah. you go support them. You tell your friends about them and you, Go to all their shows. And all word of mouth. Bring people. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's it's it's different than like somewhere like L.A. or so, where there's it's a billion people. Yeah, yeah. every yeah. everyone everyone's yeah. A, an actor or in a band or something. Out there. Like around here, it's like you can go to any local show and find somebody that's going to be good. Pretty much at any local show, and uh, I mean, you've enough people find the one that the it's easy to back something they just that latch on to it yeah and yeah and then it spreads like wildfire pretty much cool. yeah like, we'll see what happens this what two days from now but i'm i'm banking it's gonna be a pretty good show <laughs> i'm hoping so. i'm hoping yeah i'm sure it will be i mean I, i'm sure your energy will will, will transfer it into your performance so yeah know. yeah anytime anytime something is earnest like people will feel it so yeah yeah and this is all like I don't know like this is all very organic what we do um it's not fake we're not trying to we're, we're not trying to play music that we don't feel that is good we're not trying to like do anything that's like not selling out or anything like that you know what i mean like we are writing music that we hold here like hold very near and dear to our hearts and we actually care about and we actually enjoy i think um, i think that so, transfers over i think people yeah. can feel when something's genuine like when you're on stage and you're feeling what you're playing yourself i think that transfers to the crowd the crowd can feed off that and and yeah. get that energy versus like when you're playing something that's like well i mean this is supposed to be a hit you know like, yeah and, you're and gonna you're make like, kevin talk not, about not michael buble huh? you're gonna make kevin talk about michael buble because he says he's uh. fake as hell <laughs> Yeah, I, he's got all the chops, but he just doesn't have the sincerity. So I just, I, I've, always, I've always hated Buble for that. So I don't hate him. I don't hate him. Hey, I just Michael don't enjoy Bubbles it. Rock, dude. <laughs> but that, yeah, that that's always been like our shining example of like, you can have all the talent in the world, but if, if you're not saying it with conviction, then people won't buy into it. Yeah, you if you don't believe believe it yourself, then how why, is anybody else? Why like should you, why should anyone else? Yeah, you, yeah. I, it's you got to be feeling what you're playing. Otherwise it's especially when you have to play it every night on tour and stuff. Like, right. It would be miserable. It would be miserable if you had to do it and you're not into it. You know, it's just like, nah, this isn't it. You know, like that's, that's when it becomes a job. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like that's when it's like, Oh, I don't want to do this. But like when we're on tour, it's not a job. It's a, it's a hobby and we enjoy the hell out of it. And uh, every bit of it, even loading it in and loading out. <laughs> well, I got, I got a, I got a question. Would you rather have one big hit that people would want you to play every time you went to a show, like uh, "The Middle" by Jimmy World, or you know, mm -hmm. 
Misery Business by Paramore, something that like is synonymous with your name, would you rather have one big hit like that or have like a moderately successful career? I don't really care. Honestly, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. Well, if, they enjoy, if, it, if they enjoy that hit, if they enjoy that hit, yeah, then that's cool. Uh, if it's if it's a hit just to. Well, honestly, like. Like I've been finding, especially on this last tour, like going out to all these cities that like we've never been to and stuff. And so. Most of the people don't know us or don't know all of our music. A lot of the people that are there and then like. Because we had, there was one song that I didn't want to be part of our set on tour, but it's one of one of our top songs. And I was like, and we were like, we kind of, we should play it. We should play it. And uh, like, it just doesn't hit to, if you're, if we're just in the, our practice space by ourselves playing it, like it doesn't feel like it hits the same as some of our other stuff. But when we were live and the way that the crowd felt about it, made that one of the my favorite parts of the set it ended up being it it very impactful and and hit way harder like it hit just as hard as the stuff that musically we were more into so i think i'd be more than happy if one song just popped off and yeah and like as as long as as long as the people in the crowd are going to bring the energy when we play it yeah cool yeah yeah very cool. Yeah, it, I was just kind of thinking about that because I was watching the Wonder Years live uh, on the, there was like a live stream that I was a part of last night and uh, they played two albums front to back and the crowd the upsides knew. And, yeah. The Upsides and... Suburbia. Suburbia. Man, that would be awesome. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's awesome, but it's also like, dude, these, I mean, they're like 36, 37 playing two albums front to back and then afterwards they played like the b-sides and i was like oh, everyone knows every word so they have to like really sell it and they're like 20 songs deep i'm like that's just so impressive yeah yeah i mean that pop punk good old good old fashioned pop punk right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like honestly like that's some I, the crowd will literally carry that entire show the mm-hmm. entire time every, every single show yeah and i mean i mean i mean obviously the guys in the wonder years like yeah they kill it live and everything like that but like vocally almost like the story so far almost every single show i've ever seen them the crowd just carries it because people are so like obsessed with them yeah like like straight up and they just scream the lyrics and it's like it's really fun to be a part of i've been a part of it many times but it's it would it would i'd almost rather be at the show by myself and watch the bands actually perform and see how they actually do Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I get it. I get it. It's yeah. it's sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so kind of switching gears, let's talk beer. Uh, you guys are <laughs> both, you guys both are in the Cincinnati area. Where's your favorite uh, distillery brewery? What's, what's your favorite one in the Cincinnati area? Well, I always, I always answer very biased because I live next to a brewery and I'm always there. <laughs> so there's a, there's a little, there's a little microbrewery next to my house. It's called Brink Brewery. It's in uh, College Hill. Um, and I'm there all the time and it's just delicious beer. And like, it is it's it's a really so, good one. It's bright might be my favorite. Because it's so, too. it's so micro that they like always just try to do like things and like, it might be a one-off or it could be, something that they stick like that's like a staple in there you know um but 
they always just like do all kinds of crazy stuff and i really enjoy that so like that's that's my answer <laughs> brewery, yeah, huh? we're, we're actually after this we're going to Listerman. Yeah, Listerman. Yeah. Oh, nice. Neither one of us have ever been there. Yeah. So. Listerman's is dope. It's like a. It's uh. It's got like an old school kind of bar feel. It doesn't feel like a brewery. It just feels like a oh, really? bar. Yeah. Which That's is pretty awesome. cool. I love. Cool. Yeah. Listerman's is dope. Yeah, I really, I really. So, I've been saying this for a couple of years now since we've had the van. Actually, we just one day in the summer, we get a designated driver to take the band van with fifteen people in it, <laughs> and we just go. Like brewery hop because like I've yeah. been to many breweries but I haven't been to like nearly as many breweries as this city has to offer. Uh, it's got so many and it's really cool. Um, but yeah, I've never, never. I've only been to like ten maybe, and there's probably like thirty. Yeah, at yeah least. there's a ton. Yeah, at least. So yeah. Well, Brink Brewery. Now I gotta make that on the list. Hey, yeah, yeah, come yeah, over. Hey, after, really afterwards, come over to my house. We can hot tub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you had me a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do you guys enjoy about Cincinnati? Cause you both live relatively close to Cincinnati, probably 15 minutes he now. He's pretty much in Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm in Mount Adams, like you literally on the river. So oh, shit. I, yeah. I go on the hill and I can, I'm just overlooking the city. So it's, I love it down here. I didn't. I didn't love Cincinnati until I moved down to Cincinnati. Well, you lived in Lebanon. That was like a fifty minutes away from the city. The, the mecca, <laughs> Lebanon. Yeah. The mecca of Warren County. Yeah. Hey, if you like cornfields, we got them, bud. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you like carriage festivals, we got them. Yep. <laughs> I, I think. I think Cincinnati has. I mean, I think all cities are very similar. Uh, they all have their own little like OTR or their own like yeah they got their, they got their little hot spot yeah uh, I think I think I don't know I don't really go down to the city all that often just because I don't like a lot of you know frat bars yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of like there, banks yeah there's banks. a lot of frat bars in the banks and OTR and all that stuff but like. There's little like cool places some... like Motor or Mecca and like little little areas like that where like it's pretty chill or like Northside's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. But, there's a lot of cool little yeah, areas. Ludlow, are... Ludlow's really cool. It's big. Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, Urban Artifact over in Northside. It's one yeah, of my favorite yeah. Places. I was thinking about going there tomorrow because I'm off on Friday, but we'll see. I should probably rest up. <laughs> I'm thinking about I'm thinking about not drinking tomorrow, so that way I feel really good on Friday. I usually feel like shit before any show because <laughs> I like to drink. So, so, so if I don't drink, maybe I don't know. Yeah, like, like, like why am I sober? Like, yeah, <laughs> you don't want to get the shakes, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're off tomorrow because you have a show, but your brain's not like that. You're like. I'm off tomorrow. I can binge drink. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing tonight? Yeah, yeah, I can binge drink and not have to wake up until 12. Okay, you guys, you, you, you're in the best era of every band where you're just drunk all the time. Yeah. Just, you, know, you, you'll go, you'll go, you won't go through your sober phase and then you'll find yourselves again and it'll be great. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. This is the party era. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially for like one-off shows and stuff like this. But like like on tour, we, we're – we're pretty good. We're good boys yeah. on tour. We, I mean, we def, we drink every night, but we don't get drunk every night. You know? Sure, yeah. sure. Did you find yeah, any we, cool places you want to revisit out when you went on the West Coast? Ooh. All of them. <laughs> All of them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, Most of Texas is sweet. Phoenix is sweet. Um, 
San Fran was my favorite. San Fran was amazing. The Bay Area was just beautiful. It was actually like, one of the worst shows, but the, we had an off day there, and the city was amazing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, I, actually, Anaheim, was, I guess, is where Disneyland is. That was ended up being one of the best shows. That one was insane. I really liked that one. Yeah, um, but we talking we're talking like landscape and like like Salt cities, City. right? Yeah, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake's beautiful. I uh, we had a uh, excuse me. <laughs> we I'm had usually the off- burping, so that's fine. <laughs> we had an off day in Seattle and. Um, most of the guys were so tired that they were just like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. And I was like, man, I am exploring the city because who knows when I'll be back, which at this at this uh, rate, I'll probably be back like three or five times a year. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I just wanted to explore. And our photographer that was uh, with us, his name's Josh. He's fantastic. Um, he was like, yeah, I'll go with you. And everyone else was like, yeah, I'm chilling. So we just like just took a day off and just explored the entire city, like you know all the, all the sightseeing and all that, all that Fun stuff. stuff. Go we, up in the Space yeah. Needle. Yeah, we're yeah we're literally just we're we're people who have never been there, so we're just gonna do everything that everyone else does, you know, oh, yeah. tourist, touristy stuff. And whenever know? we visit- and eventually when we get back to these places, we'll be like, all right, let's find some underground shit. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, like. You get tired of the same touristy stuff, but like for the most part, we're we're tourists in these little towns because we're, yeah, we're only like, there for five, ten hours. Whenever we're there, so. like we're, we're in cities that like we have friends that live there and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, we don't. Well, let's not go do all the all the touristy stuff." I'm like, "We want to. We are tourists. Right. Yeah. Like we've never been. <laughs> yeah. Like we want to do that stuff. Like down the road, yeah, we'll find some cool stuff. But right now, let's go to the Space Needle." You know, let's right, go. Right. Let's go to Alcatraz when we're in uh, San Fran. Oh, hell let's yeah. do some we cool, did a boat like, ride. We did all that. Under you know? the Golden okay. Gate Bridge and around Alcatraz and stuff. And stuff. No, no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> no so regrets. You, you guys actually have your own uh, headlining tour coming up in May. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are doing like East Coast shows for that? Not really. No, no we're starting in like uh, Chicago to Indy. And then we're making our way down south to uh, Arkansas. The same, same markets that we hit on the last tour, kind of. Other um, than those. Other than, yeah, I just a, said. a handful in the Midwest. But, like, yeah. yeah, pretty much um, Eva wanted us to get us right away, get get us back to these markets where we just played with the spilled canvas and hopefully made some new fans and stuff. Just to see how we drew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're not, like, we're not, like, that excited to be doing a headlining tour yet because we just don't we don't feel like we're there yet like we're not we've got like a lot of people listen to us but i don't feel like you know we're at the point where like all right let's go all over the country we're the name on the ticket and a bunch of people are going to come out like it makes us nervous a little bit. Yeah. So, well, I wouldn't say not excited is the right No, word. yeah, we're excited. Right, yeah, sure. We're super excited. <laughs> we're super excited to do it. But this is pretty much a test uh, to see how we did on our last tour, see what kind of fans that we won over or who will actually come out, what our Let's actual numbers are, because we don't have touring experience. Yeah. And we need to be on the road, like, yeah, 200 we, I, days out know, of this year. Ideally, or, you know, we'd, next be going year, out, you know. we'd be going out and opening for coin or some somebody and playing places like madison theater that are packed every single night but we're not there yet 
Well, but we're not we, there yet. We we're have here. to do this stuff first. Is yeah, it's the grunt. It's the grunt word. We got to figure out what kind of like what we actually can pull, you know. And that I mean, it is what it is. That's how that's how business is, you know. Sweet. And then like festivals, festivals would be like, well, what's, what's yeah. your pool in San Fran? What's this? Or like even like big bands would be like, well, why should we bring them on here? What's their numbers yeah, what, like in this city, in table? this market? Blah blah blah, you know, and so forth. So this is just like kind of a test. And I'm super excited about it. Yeah, record and, some uh, numbers, see where we're at, yeah. move on from there. And then, yeah. yeah, like, so we went out west earlier this year, going back out west. We get back. Ideally, we get another supporting slot out east and we hit a bunch of east cities on the east coast and stuff. Yeah, and then after that, we'll probably have to do another uh, headliner out east and, and do the same kind of thing, record those those states. And then after that. It should be free range. Hopefully. How, how far out is that planned? Do you guys plan that out I, like ideally, six months I, in advance or uh I don't this one came together really, really fast. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we didn't even know it was happening this fast, but like uh we I mean we we've never had a booking agent like Eva and her team and where that like they it was an idea while we were on tour and she ran with it and then by the time we got back from tour she was like we need to announce this like now then i was like oh, are all these confirmed she sent like this list this big of dates that were all confirmed yeah. and, like we didn't even have support ready for this tour or anything she was like we gotta announce it on wednesday get me in a get me a flyer now Man. oh like, god sweet like, yeah. <laughs> all right let's go yeah let's go so yeah. probably chances, yeah. there, there, we'll probably have after this one probably uh, another two tours this year maybe more hopefully hopefully more but we'll just see at least another two tier tours because you, you just you just never know who you're playing with in front of all these cities too or playing in front of in all these cities is what mm -hmm. i meant to say um so it's just like if anyone's like out there that's in a touring band or someone super important in the music industry and they see us and they like us there's like options are just they're open they're, it's everything's completely open they're you know so like somebody in like you were saying coin could watch us and be like oh we need to take them on the road and we'd be like all right let's go <laughs> you know that kind of thing you know so it's just like yeah we just uh we're gonna take it day by day and we're gonna rock these cities because it's our headliner and uh see what comes about it hell yeah yeah awesome yeah super excited so um we're going to wrap up here in a few minutes, uh, but Kevin has a question for you real quick about our... We do a uh, song of the show every week, um, ah. but uh, off the top of your head, we're going to put you guys on the spot. Do you guys have a song of the show? Yeah, that's the question. Song <laughs> of this show? It was, yeah. yeah, it's going to be you know, for this show, but it's basically a song that you're into right now. Yeah, just anything. It doesn't have to have any sort of theme or anything. <laughs> That's a great one. Go ahead. That's a great one. All right. Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's yeah. for both of you? Wait. Wait. He's right. Big Rock Candy Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah I mean, that... if you can mash those up and then put it in like the intro, just both of them back to back. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. 
We'll make it happen. Or one intro, one outro. Hey, are, either, are either of you guys coming to the show on Friday? I unfortunately have to work. Nah, so do I. So, unfortunately. But Sorry, yeah, guys. I I was actually at Revival the other day. Um, I don't know if you guys have been there. There, it's like an old bourbon, old bottle shop where they have like, if if you're familiar with Madison, then it's right around the corner from Madison, and uh, they like basically find old people's old hooch cabinets and stuff and put a value and see if there's still stuff in the bottles and they sell the bottles. So my well, wife and I were around the corner looking at that. And I saw you guys like on the, the marquee hey, coming nah. up. And I, I think I sent Ryan a Snapchat, like, Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> but, that's um, awesome. that's us. We're up there. Uh, Braxton breweries right around the corner. Yeah. I've never been. What? Braxton's dope. Oh, they got a rooftop. I really don't yeah. go to Kentucky. Ever. We might have to swing <laughs> over there after sound check and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Braxton's dope. Yeah, and then they got the what's the Braxton Labs over in the Party Source or whatever, which is super cool too. Yeah. It's like where they do their experimental stuff. So, oh, yeah, nice. Braxton's cool. Rich's Proper right. is like one of my favorite restaurants. It's right around mm-hmm. that corner too, like all within Rich's walking proper. distance of. Yeah. Yeah, I so I rode my bike down there uh, a few weeks ago just to see the marquee because it just came, I just went up and I was just like riding around. I'm like, damn, there's a lot of stuff going around. Yeah, like, like, like there's so much to do around here. Oh yeah, it's really cool. It's a good spot. Yeah, actually, it's grown a lot since we first started playing yeah. around there. Yeah, so I didn't. Like, like I said, I never around. go to Kentucky, so like I went over there and I was like, hmm, wow, this is this nightlife is popping off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm over there all the time. I go, I grocery shop over there because <laughs> yeah. I live right here on the river. It's easier to go across the river and right. groceries in Newport or whatever instead of uh, trying to mess with downtown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I I love there's there's a lot of really good stuff in like Covington and Newport and mm-hmm. Bellevue and Dayton. Yeah, uh, areas like that. There's, mm-hmm. there's some really good stuff down there. But yeah, um, go see Harbor at uh, Madison Theater. You guys are playing with Hate Drugs and Betcha. Yeah, and uh, another a band called Alico. Alico, new band. Yeah, new Alica. band. And uh, we're excited to have them open the show. Yeah, and then uh, you guys are doing your your headlining tour in May with yeah, America yeah, Part Two. May twenty. No, it's with America Part Two. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the band name. That's yeah, that that threw me off. I had to. Yeah. <laughs> no, it makes it sounds like it's just like the name yeah. of the tour, which it, which is kind of cool. Is. I was like, oh, that's their second yeah. tour. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that honestly, I thought that, and I'm in the band. <laughs> I straight up thought that. I was like, America Part Two, and then I saw a post with special guests. I was like. I gotta check those guys out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on, guys. Yes, it was thanks, so much guys. fun. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate Always it. A pleasure. Yeah, oh, we yeah. should do this just every six months. Yep. <laughs> we'll put <laughs> it on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, good luck All with right, the tour, I'll see guys. You in, yeah. Uh, what day is it? What day is it? March. Wednesday. September. Uh, September. We'll see you in September. There we go. <laughs> September 23rd. Yep. Hopefully we've got an album out by then. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah, any, seriously, anytime you guys want to come on, we'd, we'd love to have you. We love just talking. Yeah. So Beautiful. Even All if right, it's guys, just an album review with us, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, let's do it. Well, you guys have a good evening, okay? All right, you too. Yeah. See ya. See you guys. Right, later. Thanks, guys. <laughs>